family life can be both rewarding and frustrating. That is why we are here to strengthen families with quality information and support to meet the many challenges they face. Welcome to In Support of Families. Parents all over the world have been through the same trials that you are facing. Your host, Emma Lou Penrod, is here to help with valuable parenting tips for a happy, orderly home. Jess Lyman is joining me today. She's an artist, single mother of four, and an entrepreneur. Jess, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. And I love your moniker, the saucy lady. Tell us about that. It, well, it actually seems, it seems to fit your personality, I think. <laughs> it does. It, it definitely came a little naturally in the decision-making process when it, you know, picking a name so, for the business. Tell us your story. How did you <laughs> come to be known as the saucy lady? Hmm. Well, that goes a little ways back, but I've probably always been saucy. Um, it's just kind of my personality type. And when I started exploring um, cooking options, uh, mm, let's see, how far back do we want to go? <laughs> that is entirely uh, up to you. Every, well, everyone's story, everyone has a story and it's interesting to hear it. Yeah, well, <laughs> I have always loved cooking. Um, like young, young, my dad and I, one of the things that we actually did together that went well was cooking. And it was something that we bonded over and I loved it. And um, over the years, I've just really enjoyed playing with food and flavors. And um, I've always been quite artistic, so I like to try old things. And um, uh, as far as on the business side of things, I, the last year in 2019, my ex-husband and I, um, we took our love of food and we opened a food truck called Sergeant Pepper's Fat Burrito. And yeah, that's where the, the sauces all were kind of born. And I was really able to finally explore that love of cooking in a professional way. And um, it just totally blossomed like um, all of the recipes went from um, like really good to amazing. And we got so much attention and love for our sauces and our flavors and our seasons, like on our, um, as far as the seasons, those that went into everything that seasoned the meat and the rice and even the chips and the tots. And um, so there was that and like our salsas on our burritos. I mean, it was so much fun, you know, to have people who are like, I really can't stand spicy, you know, but I, maybe I'll try your mild, you know, and, and I really catered that mild to, to the vanilla ones who couldn't handle tomatoes, you know, like, you know, it's too spicy. So like when those ones loved my mild, that was huge. My medium salsa has like a bold flavor and a really good kick to it. So it was like just the perfect level of medium and my spicy salsa I definitely catered that to the ones who really love spicy food. So I would just get the most huge thrill when, when people like say from Mexico or Louisiana, they would taste it and I'd get their approval. That was a major rush for me. And like, 
I kept turning up the heat too. Like if they were like, mm, it's not hot enough. I'd be like, okay, let me just turn that up. And I did. And I was able to maintain a really good flavor. And now like that was one of the big things that people loved. But the really big ticket was actually my blackberry jalapeno sauce. Um, and that was on our California burrito. Um, and that actually won us an award. It was the Editor's Choice Award from the Salt Lake Tribune for the best new food truck of 2019. And that was amazing, like crazy exciting. And yeah, so since that happened, I just kept adding to my sauce repertoire and I have since added a raspberry Thai chili sauce and I'm working on a blueberry habanero and a barbecue grape. So that is quite an achievement. And I, uh, I can relate to what you were saying when someone from Mexico or Louisiana, where, you know, we think we know spicy, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I can't actually eat it. I mean, I can taste it and I can really love the flavor for all but like two or three bites. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. It takes spicy to a whole new level. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. I, I was definitely aiming for the ones who appreciate a good spice, you know? Okay. So. so you got your training in sauces with the food truck and I, the food truck is no more. I... Yeah. Unfortunately there were some things, you know, life kind of happens. And in this case, while it was the most amazing experience, um, it was definitely, the timing was a little off in that my ex-husband and I, while we made a great team and in a lot of ways, we did make a really great team. Um, it kind of came to the point where we realized um, we weren't going to be able to maintain it. And it was quite heartbreaking, honestly. Like there was a part of me, like I'm still mourning a little bit because yeah, yeah. Really, I feel like I found myself, like I found so much fulfillment in, in learning that I'm an entrepreneur, like, wait a minute, where has this been my whole life? You know, like all of these skills that I've been slowly building over the years, it turns out if I put them together, I'm pretty good at being a boss, you know? And that was such a huge like boost to my confidence. And like, really it gave me so much excitement and ambition, you know, for life as a whole. So after having experienced that, you know, despite the heartbreak of losing the food truck, you know, having to let that go, I, I know that <laughs> I don't think I could ever be happy with a nine to five again. I am, um, I really truly want to be doing something that really capitalizes on the things that I love on my habit or my hobbies. Like, I mean, when it comes down to things like graphic design and making lists and checking things off and, I don't know, just feeling like a boss. Now, I don't know if I could ever do a regular job again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've had, well, it sounds like you have a lot of creativity and being, having your own business allows you to tap into that. You know, you can experiment with sauces and with marketing and with managing things. And, but I, I don't know that everyone... I think you have to own a business to truly understand what is involved, the, the risk you take. Oh, yeah. 
But isn't there a point where you put every cent of savings and then you borrow money and your whole heart is going on this, yes. this venture? Yes. Well, I mean, literally, I mean, we were so invested. We, we refinanced our house so that we could cash out that capital and start the business. Like, I mean, we both come from, um, honestly, we come from poverty. Um, my ex was more like lower middle class. I was kind of the bottom of the barrel growing up. I didn't have a lot of experience with, um, you know, that mindset of abundance versus scarcity, you know, so there's so much learning that really went into like preparing and then even going through it. Like I, I had to learn from other people. Like I got involved in networking and the small business development center and, you know, really, truly just reading as much as I could so that I could, you know, really up my chances of success <laughs> because it's so much more than what you, you realize, you know, you have to, as a business owner, be the technician, the one who does the work and the entrepreneur, the one who does the dream and the manager who, you know, writes the processes, you know, like when you start a business from the ground up, especially a food truck, there's so many different aspects that go into it. So the really fun part was, um, sadly towards the end, you know, we were starting to feel confident, like, okay, we can pay other people to be the technicians and just be the bosses. Like that's my next big goal. Um, like with this, uh, saucy lady, like in the beginning, I'm totally going to be the one doing the work. But down the road, I might be able to, I don't know, like get manufacturers involved <laughs> so I can really up my game, you know, and really increase product flow. And, you know, really, I think right out the gate, I can tell you a lot of people think that they can be an entrepreneur, like say they cut hair and they're like, well, I, I, I enjoy this. Maybe I should just start a business. It's so much more than that. You're taking one job, like loving cooking sauces and turning it into 10. And you have to figure out how to juggle the excitement and the craziness of it, the chaos, the raw chaos. You have to learn how to delegate so that you don't get overwhelmed because you can't just, you can't necessarily take a day off. Like even on my down days, and I do have them. Um, in my case, I have to take them because of mental, uh, we'll say mental illness. I do have bipolar disorder. So I have to plan on down days. But even on my down days, I was like checking off lists, like making calls. Like when you can't spend, you know, six or seven hours making sauces, you're at home making calls and scheduling and you're still hustling. And you and raising children. You're still oh, yeah. raising your children. Oh, yeah. It's... It was really absolutely insane, but I, I got so much satisfaction from watching our numbers grow. And I mean, thankfully my kids are so sweet and supportive. Like my oldest, she's a trooper and would help babysit. And so it was interesting to come home and balance all of that. Well, and you know, that's part of learning to become an independent adult that is a process so oh yeah and when you learn to do things for yourself you usually feel good about yourself especially when you know mm -hmm. you were in and out you were back you they weren't oh yeah oh yeah luckily and that's another thing that was cool too is I could be gone for a few hours and then home for a few hours and then 
gone for a few hours, you know, and my, my, uh, my ex-husband and I, we would take turns. So the kids were rarely home by themselves for very long because we could juggle our schedules accordingly. So really it was just a, what, what, what would it be a good word? I don't know, like a roller coaster of here and there and everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And I like what you were saying about, you know, you and your ex-husband were working together. And even though it sounds like, you know, your, your marriage did not survive, it sounds like you're still uh-huh. on good terms. Oh, yeah. Honestly, you're working together to raise your children. Uh, it's really wonderful. I mean... As hard as it is, I mean, obviously we, we had to let go of the food truck and, um, you know, shortly within a few months we realized, okay, it's time. Um, we had been working on things for a few years now. We really, I know that we gave it as much time as we could and as much energy as we could to really figure out what the, the, where the disconnects were or the, um, the issues, you know, we learned what codependence was, you know, we did the research, we did the work, we did like we did everything we could to really make sure that we were doing our best. And, you know, unfortunately it doesn't always work and, and, and that's okay. Like I married a great guy and I'm divorcing a great guy and he's really an amazing dad. And I feel like we're going to be an awesome teammate. You know, I actually have a tattoo that says team Lyman because at one point we, we almost split two years ago and we were like, everyone's so negative. Like you guys, you can't be friends when you get divorced. We're like, y'all are crazy. Like, calm down. Like it's fine. And then we got these tattoos as like a big, you know, like we're going to show you we're team Lyman. You know, it's, it's pretty funny. So. Well, and, and some people view, you know, they will take a separation like this is meaning that they failed. They don't recognize, you know, the, Oh yeah. There's like, the marriage failed, not the people in it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. And I love how you're supporting your children. You're putting them first before your ego, before any differences between you. You're first of all, caring for the children. That's, that's so beneficial for them. Oh, absolutely. Like, really truly uh, we it was one of those like we stayed together as long as we could because ultimately we wanted them to have both of their parents in the same home you know but sometimes that's not the healthiest option <laughs> and uh, yeah that's true like ultimately i feel like we'll all be healthier once everyone feels more um I don't know, at, at balance or at peace in themselves. Um, you know, sometimes there's just a difference in wants and needs in a marriage and compromise is not always the healthiest thing. So, and I, I know are going to be happier as we find peace within ourselves and acceptance and more self-love. Like, um, you know, it's one of those, like, I don't want him to spend his whole life feeling like he's not enough because he's a perfectly valid human with different needs than me. And I, (laughs) I can't spend my whole life feeling like I'm too much because I am a very saucy lady. 
and that's being a big personality, you know, and, you know, so, and what's beautiful is we never wanted each other to feel that way. You know, the, the sadness is that we had the connection and we really did love each other. I mean, we still do. We always will. But, um, you know, learning that our needs don't have to be the same, you know, just kind of coming to a place of acceptance and love with who we are. And, you know, I know that we'll be happier and healthier when we're not kind of in that married dynamic. We'll be better off, I think, I know, as friends and as partners with our kids. And he's going to be a part of my life forever, probably. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you have children together, you are. You're, you're involved, so yeah. why not make it amicable, courteous, yeah. respectful, so much better to recognize the individual needs. You know, I, I grow concerned when sometimes you'll see couples that are staying together, but they're just making each other miserable. And one, and, and either one wants to assume any responsibility. They're both quite certain the fault is entirely their partners. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> oh, no, I, it's so sad when you hear that though, because like, I mean, everybody's story is different and I'm not going to make a blanket statement about that, but I will say that it's unfortunate when people can't see their own fallacies, um, their own weaknesses and recognize that um, in a marriage, <laughs> there's, both people are perfectly capable of making mistakes and growing. And if you're not, you know, acknowledging both of those parts to, to a marriage, there will be a, bro a broken, you know, something. It's not going to work if you can't accept any accountability or responsibility for your own um, weaknesses or fallacies or contributions to the hard parts. You know, you have to be humble enough to work on you to make the, the couple stronger or healthier. So yeah. Yeah. To strengthen the family. <laughs> yeah, very, absolutely. Very true. So it sounds like you learned a lot about business, about creativity, about family dynamics. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. Ah, uh, yeah. So what are your plans for your business now? Well, I'm really, really excited. So my thing, uh, I mentioned that I do have bipolar. I get really excited. And so I write down all of these brilliant ideas. So I'm going to take one of them at a time. <laughs> but my first big one. Um, so in addition to beginning sales online and at farmer's markets, um, uh, I'll be selling them by the ounce. So like, I'm going to be recycling canning jars and, and doing a lot of the, the labor myself in the beginning. It's going to be really fun. Uh, my first side project to build and really um, get people excited about understanding all the different ways you can use my sauces. I'm going to be writing a cookbook and I'm really excited because I'm also into photography so I can design and take the pictures and that's going to be such a fun project and I'll do like five different recipes for each sauce you know what I mean or um you know give ideas so like the sauces it's really fun there's so many different things you can do with them like you could do like a braised roast or you can use it as like a dressing or like a, a marinade for chicken or 
things like that. But the really fun stuff is when you start doing like cheese and crackers and wine, put a little bit of blackberry jalapeno and cream cheese on a little cracker. Like, oh yeah, it's good. That raspberry Thai chili sauce with some brie on a cracker. Like, like there's so many fun things you can do with that sweet and spicy, you know, I've even thought about doing like crepes with the blueberry habanero, like with some whipped cream and oh, like fresh berries on it. Oh, that would be so good. But I'm really, really into that spicy and sweet, like bold flavor. And I think that there's, well, there are so many great sauce choices. So many people don't know what to do with them. <laughs> so it'll be fun to make a cookbook. Oh, yes, definitely. And I know I've heard the saying several times, it's all in the sauce. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sauce can, can flavor up just about anything. Yeah. And it's, that's what makes the creation. Yep. You know, that and a really, like, so let me just brag about my all season a minute. Like, I'll tell you what. So this seasoning on the food truck, I used the seasoning in almost everything. So it is a, we'll say like a hint of lime all season that I used to, um, I used it on my meats and I would add, I would use it in my rice. So we had a cilantro lime rice that had this all season and I would add cilantro to it. Um, or I would use it on my chips. We would do fresh fried chips and um, we would just shake it out onto the chips and it was so perfect for the chips and the tater tots, both of those, we would shake it out onto those and so good. Like either with um, the salsa or with the tots, we would put nacho cheese and bacon on it. And it was so, so good. Um, like this seasoning, you can use it in so many ways. And um, so I'm really excited to have that as well. Like really especially, oh my gosh, if you think about moms who want a really good flavor, but they're trying to whip something up in 30 minutes, like <laughs> it's really nice to have a seasoning that is bold and exciting and delicious that you can throw into anything and you can tweak it by, you know, adding cilantro or, you know, something like that. And, you know, you have an instant good meal instead of trying to figure out like, okay, salt, pepper, maybe some oregano, you know, like individual seasons. Those are great. Like when I want to get creative, but I do really love a good all season that I can, you know. So you'll be, you'll be selling that too. The all season, your own special brand. Sounds like it's something that the busy cook, the mom can, whoever is cooking can add to what they're already preparing or they could even improvise and add additional. Oh, yeah. So they could make it uniquely theirs, but it uh -huh. takes a, it sounds like time saver, to be honest. Oh, it is. Like, I, I, I really love a good all season. So like, I'll use that on so many things. Like sometimes it's like big meals. Sometimes it's as simple as eggs, where I just want eggs that don't taste like just eggs. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes so that's fun wonderful so you're you're still in development phase you'll be you're working on this cookbook you're and how will you be marketing your sauces I think you mentioned <laughs> well I've got a few different ideas like I said I'm, I'm kind of an idea generator 
there's actually a couple other things I want to do that I'm, I'm, I'm mulling around the ideas of doing a video blog where I can share, um, you know, playing with my kids and cooking, you know, making videos with them while I'm, you know, making the stuff like that would be a really fun way to upsell my product. And then I also like for fun and, um, this really would be for fun, but another great way to upsell it. I think I'm hoping to convert my garage into a studio where I can host yoga and meditation and art classes. And I could totally serve the chips and salsa as a snack, you know, for those meditation nights or, you know, do the cheese and wine and crackers thing, um, you know, for yoga nights or whatever. Like, I feel like that'll be a fun thing. Like really, I know that the ideas will keep coming. So I just have to like one idea at a time. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Good focus. And and you've and you mentioned you've been networking, so you're connecting with other Oh my gosh. I'm actually really excited. So um along those lines, I'm a part of a Utah uh big two different like networking groups. Um, that have helped me exponentially. Like I tell all of my entrepreneur friends, like you need to be a part of this. It's huge. But I'm a part of Connect Utah, which is massively helpful as far as connecting with other entrepreneurs and getting inspiration. So that's fun. And then I'm also part of the Next Level Nation, which is a support group type thing where we do like um, coffee once a week and we talk about goals and, you know, hey, you know, what are your wins this week what were your struggles you know and so like once a week I've got people who are like great job or like good luck next week you know things like that like I feel like I have a lot of people in my corner and ironically like it's so exciting to see how quickly that translate translates into successes for my business I literally just last night um up you know I opened up my Facebook page and my Instagram and I, uh, I put it out there and I, I shared it at 1am within one hour. I had 10 likes and within five hours I had 50 likes. And now, I mean, I think I checked it. Um, right now we're looking at, I think it was like 11 hours after opening the page. I had 125 likes and that's just from sharing it with my friends and family and with the Sergeant Peppers page. I made a post like, hey, we're still selling this deliciousness, you know? And then there's that, you know, Connect Utah and the Next Level Nation, like putting it out there. There's so many people who want to support small businesses. And yeah, I mean, there's so much encouragement and love and support. I feel so excited. Like I've already got the numbers growing just in followers and I haven't even gone very far with it yet. I'm still working on you haven't even paid for any advertising. It's all been organic. It's all been completely organic. And so that's huge. So huge. And it feels so good. It's yes. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so people, you, you said you just started a fa Facebook page. Mm -hmm. The Saucy Lady will have the link on my website. Yes. <laughs> um, and on that, uh, on the page, I'll actually be uploading the individual recipes. Um, um, I'm not going to release the recipe of the sauce. I'm going to be uploading recipe ideas. So like how to make a braised roast with this sauce, you know, something like that. 
Um, and, and recommending, see, you're, you're talking to someone who doesn't do that much cooking. So I would need help knowing which sauce is good with roast beef, which one is good with chicken. And, you know, so that would be, in, that would be very valuable. Yeah. Well, honestly, like I'm an open book. Like if anyone was to say like, Hey, which, what, what meat would you recommend? For example, I would, I would totally love to do that. Like, okay, this raspberry Thai chili sauce goes really great with salmon. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I love, mm-hmm. there's nothing, there's no reason for me to not share 100% of what I can because truly I'm a foodie. Like I love the foodie nation. Like there's so many people who appreciate good flavor and not everybody has time or the creative energy to, to, you know, go that far on like a Tuesday night, you know, it's, you know, between soccer practice and bedtime, like really, truly, I love the idea of helping people experience quality food on a Tuesday night. You know, there's nothing worse than, you know, a basic can of spaghetti sauce and noodles. (laughs) Yep. You're absolutely right. So like it's a forum where we can communicate. Like I love having a we'll say relationship with my, my followers, like with Sergeant Peppers, that was so much fun for me. I would, you know, make videos all the time. Like what's happening burrito babes, you know, or like, what's up burrito fam. And I just felt like such a connection with our followers. And I totally want to carry that on with the saucy lady and feel connected with my, um, my supportive network. Like there's so many people who, like there was just a constant communication. And so that's what made my sauces better because I would be like, is this hot enough? No. Okay. I'm going to turn that up. (laughs) Want, you know, say like the blackberry jalapeno sauce, they want it mild. Okay. I can do that. And I'll make a special batch for that person. That's more mild. Um, I'd say on average, I make my sauces towards a medium, but there's some people who want it really spicy. Okay. All you got to do is ask. Like I'm literally a mom at home. I can do whatever I want with my sauces. So if somebody wants spicy, I'll totally spice it up. Like I can make a special order. (laughs) That doesn't even like slow me down. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When you, you kept referring to yourself as a saucy lady and I would have said, you know, I I would describe you as energetic. Yeah. Enthusiastic. I can tell. And it's always good to eat food that is prepared by someone who loves to cook. You can taste it. Like it's the yes. difference between like, yeah, this is, this is pretty good. I'm digging it to, um, whoa, what is that? Who did this? Like, I want people when they, <laughs> when they taste that sauce, I want it to be one that they're like, like dude, you've got to try this. Like that's, that's the reaction I'm going for because that's the excitement that I feel when I eat it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Jess, thank you so much for talking to us. Do you have anything else you want to tell us? Ultimately, if I was to, you know, put this out to your listeners, um, you know, anyone, especially women and mothers, you know, I think it's so important that we do invest in our talents and explore our, um, our gifts and really find what makes us happy because, I mean, especially as a mom, it means so much to me that my kids see me feeling fulfilled. I want them to know that I'm 
loving being a mom and a human being. I'm not losing myself at any point along the way. And, you know, my ex was really good for that too. He helped me find myself and like, there's nothing more satisfying than putting something out there that you love and it being so well received, like go for that, go for it. It's the most rewarding, like, like fulfilling, exciting experience. And, um, you know, people who might be afraid to start a business, like, yeah, it's a lot. Totally read up on it. Don't just dive in, you know, without thinking first, but I'll tell you, it is the most rewarding experience to find success, like through the hustle. Oh yeah. You're going to get uncomfortable. It's going to be hard. You're going to lose sleep. You're going to be stressed sometimes, but it is so amazing. So I, I really would say to anyone, um, you know, thinking about starting a business or, or whatever, like, you know, do your research and then go for it. Find your tribe, find a, a network like you did, groups that you can connect with. Absolutely. That's so invaluable. Absolutely. The one last thing that I'll say too, um, you know, you and I had talked about it a little bit before and I nearly forgot to mention it. Like, you know, in marriage and divorce and kids and all of those things, I, I do want to add that it's so exciting with, with separating from my ex-husband. Yeah, it's not easy, but I'm going to put out there that it doesn't have to be the most awful experience ever. You know, you're going to mourn and you're going to hurt, but if you choose not to fight or to focus on blame or, you know, you know, don't rake the coals. You're not trying to create an enemy out of someone that you once loved, you know, you know, that's such a huge part of why I feel so confident with my ex I know that we're going to be okay because neither of us wants that kind of energy between us. That's a really big deal. And it's absolutely like, I mean, we've only been separated for a little over a month. Really we're fresh at this, but the fact that we're able to sit down and hang out and like plan out our week, you know, with our kids or talk about our goals or what's going on. And like, I had a breakdown the other day and he was like, do you need me to like get you dinner? Like, are you okay? You know? Do you need anything? You know, he's still here for me and I'm still here for him because we're not hurting each other. And he's encouraging me. He's the one who's sharing my posts. Like, you know, go like my ex's stuff, you know, like it doesn't have to be scary or hard, you know, like, yeah. So that's been a big part of my success too, is feeling safe and encouraged in all of my relationships. How powerful, how absolutely powerful. Yeah. And I, I also th- admire you for, you know, you're, you're right. You mentioned that you had um, your early life was spent in poverty and you're rising above it. You're, you're right in your own life. You are to be applauded for that. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's, it, it feels like a really big deal and it's not, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I've got so much more I have to learn, but that's why I still go to the coffee meetings and I'm always, you know, trying to improve, always looking at, okay, I think, I think I'm a boss, but you know, there's some other things I could do to be better at that. Like, like I'm pretty much a boss, but I've got work to do. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like my goals are big. So I'm probably always going to be like, that's something I could fix. And I think that that is a big part of what will make me successful because I'm always, I don't want to ever stop looking for ways that I can improve. 
And doesn't that make life rewarding when you feel like you're always growing, still, uh, still learning, still growing? You're yeah, uh, adventure. That's right? great. That's great. Well, <laughs> Jess, thank you so much, and you have a great day. Thank you so much for having me. I really have loved it, and like, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you. <laughs> We have just concluded another episode of In Support of Families. If you enjoyed the show and found it valuable, we appreciate you leaving us a review or recommending us to your friends. For more helpful resources, visit our website at insupportoffamilies.com. Join us again next week, and thanks for listening. <laughs>